Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Bass. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. And we've got... Uh, honored to have John Vandeventer with us, who's uh, just released Relics 3. I want to get into that. Hi, John. How are you doing? Hey, good evening, Stuart. Glad to be here. How are you? I'm doing better. It's taking a long you're, time. You're not up dancing yet? Uh, <laughs> not not really. Anyway, we also yeah. have Larry. Hey, Stuart. Yep. Okay. Where do we want to start? I'd like to... John, you just released, I think, uh, uh, Relics 3, and I want to get back to it, but basically, could you uh, tell us without telling us what what this is going to cover? Relics 3? Um, well, it kind of ties up the Relic series. Uh, it's going to cover more about the uh, fallen angel Nergal and the reasons he's active in southeast Oklahoma. Um, it's going to bring in some characters from uh, across the globe. Uh, going to have an Israeli uh, character come in and a couple of German characters and and some characters from uh, the island of Alderney, one of the Channel Islands between uh, Britain and France. And it, it ties up relics and sets the, uh, sets the table for my new uh, series called uh, Enigma Team. Wow. Sounds fascinating. Uh, Larry, what do you want to get into first? Shall we get into this China thing? This is scary because I think we're watching high treason on a massive scale with Biden refusing to do anything about this. I mean, here they are. They've invaded our airspace, and he's doing absolutely nothing about it. What's your take? Well, it's... it's yeah, it's it's really really uh, to me it's very serious. I know a lot of people are making jokes about it and and kind of carrying on, you know, this that and the other. But this seems to be really serious. And uh, I, I watch closely uh, with Bannon, Steve Bannon. Uh, he had Matt Gates on, who actually gets uh, briefings, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, it's very interesting. Here's what Matt Gates said today. He said the Chinese so-called weather balloon over Montana is also covering an area over the Air Force, uh, Air Force Base and nuclear silos of Montana and the Dakotas. He said there's a suspected spy balloon monitoring uh, the U.S. response, which appears to basically be nothing. And as China moves on Taiwan, he says, Matt Gates says, Taiwan could be attacked almost any time. He says it's very, very dangerous. And... Uh, Oddly enough, uh, the only thing that came out basically, uh, news ticker, was U.S. authorities tracking suspected Chinese spy balloon over U.S. states. Now, this is, this is you know, the information grows, actually, um, because the fact that, that this, is, this began, actually began yesterday. Beginning, it started to happen yesterday, February the 2nd. That's my birthday, by the way. And uh, happy birthday! <laughs> yeah, maybe this is Beijing's birthday card to Larry. I don't know, but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, what's interesting is uh, we we heard of this, and apparently it appears this came out of Canada. Now we've known for a long time, Stuart and John, that the Chinese were operating it out of Canada. A lot of people were wondering, well, this is a long way for a Chinese weather balloon to come. Well, not if it actually went up in Canada and then dropped down, because it, it was over our sensitive uh, nuclear region there, the air base, you know, in Billings, Montana, that region, and the, the silos and the Dakota silos, nuclear silos. Now, this is my theory, you know, and I'll, I'll throw this out there and then, you know, see what you think, but... 
My theory is it's, it's odd that this is connected with the same time frame that the Russian winter offensive begins with 500,000 Russian troops attacking on all fronts uh, Ukraine. Uh, Russia also has moved S-300 uh, missile vehicles and along with the, uh, the fire teams and, and uh, radar vehicles up to within mm -hmm. 50 miles of Latvia. So you've got the Baltics right there real close that Russia's now got covered with uh, vehicles. And at the same time, Medvedev came out today and made a very interesting speech and comment. He said that we are very near now to seeing that troublemaker Poland collapse. And so something's up. I mean, something's seriously up. Uh, but it's it's funny the timing, and then this began as that one balloon, and and everybody was befuddled. How could that balloon be there, and how could it be over nuclear, a, a nuclear sensitive area of our country, our defenses, and how could it be there without our defenses in America knowing it's there? Well, there's only two ways they could do that: was drop down out of Canada on us, or Biden is in on the deal, and it's treason, and he has allowed this to happen. Now, now this is what's interesting. Just uh, 30 minutes before the show, I called you, Stuart, and told you that I'd received some information via text from uh, individuals that are watching closely, and they say now that there's another Chinese weather balloon coming down out of Canada. That the first one that was over Montana has now come across Kansas and is over Missouri. Now you've got another one on the upper tier. Now, now you know, I know this is not the two satellites that North Korea threatened way back there, but it don't have to be satellites. It's just low-tech stuff, and I know, I know John's familiar with this because before the show he made comment about this type of technology from way back, and they're using it and they're getting, they're getting the job done. We either are, are we're checkmated or this is very, very dire. Yeah, John, what's your take on this? Well, <clears throat> um, I'm kind of looking at it as they're testing our response times, and it may have something to do with what's going on in uh, in Taiwan, and they may be giving information to the uh, to the Russians for all we know. Um, but it is, I mean, this this was tried. The Japanese basically did the same thing in World War II. They actually had one. Um, one of their balloons made it to Oregon and started a small forest fire. Um, you know, but technology's been ramped up a lot since the 40s. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm wondering how it got where it is positioned over Montana without, you know, I'm thinking, too, it could have come from uh, Canada. You know, Tarot's been, uh, you know, he's been swapping spit with Chinese for a while, so... Um, it wouldn't surprise me a bit if it if it came out of Canada or if um, I don't know you know how the winds blow or in the northern you know up that far north but you know it's possible they could launch it from a submarine off the Canadian coast too. Um, I think it's either it's checking our response time. Best case scenario, it's just a spy thing. They're checking our response time. I don't believe for one minute it's a weather balloon. Worst case scenario, we know what came out of China, you know, made a lot of people sick, and who knows if it's emitting some kind of biological hazard or something like that. I hope not. Um, I'm trying to be positive about this, and I'm thinking sooner or later somebody somewhere is going to, you know, in our military or in our government is going to have a proper response to this because we can't just let them um, just – float balloons across our country. I mean, that's the same as letting them fly their aircraft in our airspace. Now, people saying, yeah, but it's like a, it's like a satellite. No, this is not like a satellite. Um, satellites we're not going to go after, kind of a gentleman's agreement, because they're so expensive, unless it actually is a shooting war. This is, this is fine. This is, uh, there's nothing else it could be. It's, uh, it's fine. It's, it's um, invading our airspace. It's, it uh, it needs to go. We need to get it out of there. And um, I don't know. You know, I haven't paid that much attention. I've been busy today, and I haven't. I don't know what altitude is floating or anything. But it well, seems like we can capture it with something and drag it out over the ocean, or something like that. 
you know. Yeah, I can. If nothing I can else. tell you, John. Uh, they say that the first one is at fifty thousand feet. That's way up there. And uh, the Pentagon just released information a little little while ago that it is self-propelled and should be out of uh, American airspace in a few days. Does that sound like a proper response? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, if it's self-propelled and it's over Montana, it could be out of our airspace by going north in a matter of hours, I would think. Um I mean, if it's propelled and they're trying to take it toward the Pacific, I could see that taking a couple of days, but it also sounds like an excuse. Um, I don't know. This thing is so low-tech. I think it's – and I think that's a dangerous part. People are like, well, it's just a balloon. Well, there's more to it than a balloon. Um, you know, I don't want to go crazy and make dire predictions, but this is serious, and we need to get it out of our airspace sooner rather yeah. than later. Yesterday would be best. <laughs> it's very <laughs> odd. Normally, you would not allow this kind of thing to happen if you were, um, let's say, sensitive. How long do you think a balloon of ours would last over China? Say again? As, how long do you think, if we had a balloon over China, how long do you think they'd let that thing float there? <laughs> they'd shoot it down instantly. Same with yes. Russia. Yes. Uh, so here's a headline, though, from Steve Quayle's kind of interesting that comedy makes. Dry run balloons called top delivery platform for nuclear EMP attack. This is what is concerning the powers that be about why weapons platform, this is Steve, was not taken out. Also rumors by aircraft sensors of radiological payload. Well, at 50,000 feet, hey, when I was flying long ago in in, uh, jets, we could easily get up to 42,000 feet. You can't tell me that some of these uh, aircraft can't or maybe have gone up and looked it over and determined what it is. But uh, if you allow something like that, they're just going to do it again. Larry just said maybe there's a second one coming, and they've gotten no response from us. So who knows how many more will show up, and maybe there's a dry run. Well, it's just like uh, go ahead. Yeah, it's just like letting your neighbor's kid throw his trash in your yard. If you let him get away with it once, he'll do it twice. The next thing you know, oh well, sorry, there's so much trash. Sorry, there's so many balloons over your country. Oh well, wait a minute, they're weaponized. (laughs) You know, but Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. We we need to get it out of here and uh, make it clear we're not going to tolerate any more of it. But I don't see that happening. Uh, no, not with Biden in power. Um, I, th- I think we're we're done, basically. I mean, when you talk about the U.N., you're talking about China and uh, get into some of that, too. But uh, it, it's amazing that we have allowed this to just continue on. And I did, yeah, and Stuart, I did see the track. I, I saw the track earlier. They covered it really good with Getter on the getter platform and uh, the track apparently shows that it's it's the the first balloon is drifting southeast so it's certainly not going towards the west coast it's going southeast which is very odd wow could this possibly <laughs> yeah it will take a couple of days <laughs> yeah go ahead <laughs> oh i was just saying yes it will take a couple of days to get out of the, our airspace they're going to fly it all the way across the country. Yeah, well, you know, their excuse is we don't want to shoot it down because we might harm some civilians was bogus from the beginning. Uh, so, you know, they could shoot that thing down with any of our fighter jets anytime they wanted to. So, obviously, the order has been given, don't touch it. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just too bad that we're allowing this kind of thing. And like you said, John, it might be releasing who knows what. They can release uh, uh, bioweapons. In fact, one of the yes, generals said that. You know, he said it, but it would be sad. I read the report. Uh, he's, uh, this is one of their senior military civilian type leaders. He said, that, well, it would be kind of sad to exterminate. 250 million Americans, but we need the land. So, 
it's been in the works for a long, long time. And they do admit or say that biological warfare is probably what is going to be done. So who knows? Maybe the uh, COVID jabs, which lowers your immune system terribly, and then they release another pathogen, and millions of Americans perish. So we just don't know. But it is kind of interesting. Larry, who's the guy that was at the Empire State Building, and he had that vision of the takedown of the United States? Do you remember? I can't, I can't remember if that was A.A. A. Allen or some uh, guy by the name of Alvarez or something like that. Well, you know, you may remember that he said gas warfare was used yeah. at first. Yeah. To take us down, and millions of Americans were just perishing almost instantly. So, you know, this is serious, but I know a lot of people poo-poo anything like that. All this can't happen to America. God will protect us. And that really, yeah, Stuart, that really goes along with, uh, and we've never figured out what Red Elk actually saw with so many American dead, what had happened. That's right. Uh, I don't know if folks listening remember that, but Red Elk was shown a vision by the Lord, and uh, most of it's come true, and some of it hasn't yet, but he said that there were so many dead and dying. He thought it was from the East Coast that they were just carrying boxcars full of dead bodies and dumping them in the Aurora's, you know, the Badlands area up in there, in the Dakotas. Uh, millions were dying. And uh, people poo-poo this kind of stuff. But, hey, it's so easy to release a serious pathogen. And China is noted for that kind of germ warfare, just as we are, uh, basically, with all how many uh, bases level four bio labs do we have in Ukraine? It's well over 100, isn't it? I'm not, I'm not, well, quite a few, but I'm not too sure all that's classified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's an amazing thing that's going on. And as usual, we're not doing anything, which is another proof of <clears throat> Biden and the communists are in power at in the United States. And uh, the American people are sound asleep, basically. Um uh, Anyway, uh, where did you want to go, Larry? You got a question for John? Well, I was going to mention also. Uh, I was going to mention that people may not realize it, but I don't, and I don't know for sure if it's out yet on Amazon. But John also has a <laughs> relics uh, coloring book coming out. Yeah, John, tell us about that. Well. Um... <laughs> Actually, my publisher put it out, um, Francesca. She was on me for about a year to put out a coloring book, an activity book. And, you know, I'm telling her, hey, I can write or draw. I can't do both. I mean, I really can't. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, like a typical male. I can only concentrate on one thing. And if I'm writing a book, I'm going to concentrate on writing a book. If, if you want a coloring book, okay, I'll do a coloring book, but I'm not going to get a book. <laughs> but anyway, she asked me permission a few months ago. She goes, would you mind if I publish a coloring book using your characters? And, and I said, yes, by all means. So actually it's her program, her deal. Um, of course, I get some of the royalties. But, um, yeah, it's it's on sale on Amazon. Just look for Relics Activity Book. Um, I haven't got an app yet. I also have another U-series book out, um, the Shadow Chasers series, Haunted Sky, and that actually just came out um, the 13th, probably the 13th of January. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah, and, you know, I was ill there for a while, and I just really struggled getting word out on on the two books, but finally I'm back up to snuff here. That was a long, <laughs> that, that was a long drawn-out affair when I got sick, so... Um, yeah, I kind of got a little behind on the uh, on the power curve there, but yes. Yeah, so, so actually, there's three new relics offerings out there: there's relics three, um, Lair of the Ancients, uh, the second 
Shadow Chaser's book called Haunted Sky is the subtitle, and then the Relics Coloring Book or Activity what's Book. The, what's the shadow thing about? Okay, the That's Shadow not- Chasers. It's it's a sequel to the first one that came out earlier in the year or early last summer um, about. Uh, this group of youths in Tallahassee, Oklahoma, they're junior high kids. It's made for youth. It was a youth book idea. In the first book, they have a Sasquatch encounter, and I won't spoil the story, and they get all involved in that. In the second book, they run into uh, a UFO and gray alien kind of thing. And um, same group of kids, and they have to uh, use their wits and their friendship and stuff to overcome what's going on and find a way to defeat or at least get the uh get the uh whatever's bugging them get it get it out of Tallahassee and on its way so um the funny thing is the kids like that book but i get a lot of adults that really like those shadow chasers books so um yeah so shadow chasers the first book is called rock creek wild man and the second shadow chasers book is haunted sky oh that sounds fascinating and they can all be found at www.relicsbook.com. Great, great. Um, Did you get your book about, yet? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was asking you, Stuart, did your book come in yet? Uh, we haven't gone to the post office. It's been so oh, okay. up here. <laughs> well, it's probably there then. Yeah, it's around 20 below zero uh, last night and never did warm up during the day much. So, oh my uh, goodness! We will get yeah, I've been whining about, I've been whining about the teens up here. <laughs> Larry, you want to go up there and live with Stuart? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think so. No, me neither. <laughs> I think we'll stay down here. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about relics three, that brings up Doctor Seller. Not what's his name, Larry? It is Seller, isn't it? Uh, Michael Sala. Michael Sala, yeah. And uh, what's his latest take? I know he's big, getting big into this, uh, uh, I guess you could call it a galactic federation. Have you heard any more about where he's going with all this? Well, he's, where it seems like he's going from information from different sources, some of them whistleblowers, uh, some of them remote viewers and other people, uh, it seems to indicate that they're supposedly from the Federation, if you will, which is off-world, it's not on planet Earth particularly, uh, the information seems to be that uh, 2023 is the year for the arrival. And, of course, uh, and this is what's interesting, Stuart, because it's Michael Sala, who probably has never heard of... Uh, of no eyes says that the ETs are planning to reveal themselves. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, that's what no eyes says that the United States government and no other government, basically, I guess, will reveal that they've been dealing with these aliens, so-called. Uh, we know them as fallen angels, but uh, for folks out there that don't realize what's going on. The Bible talks about a massive, and I do mean massive, deception that is soon coming. And a lot of John's books are kind of dealing with some of that because uh, it deals in the paranormal, what we would consider as paranormal. And there's going to be a huge revelation, according to this noise, who has been very, very accurate in her book, Phoenix Rising, by Mary Summer Rain. And she's an antichrist. She's not biblical. She says so. Uh, But a a lot of what she has said has all come to pass. And this arrival is uh, going to stun everybody, especially here in America, because she says the federal government has been working with these things for years and never told anybody. Now, if you understand that all of this, including what Dr. Sal is getting into, is a uh, delusion, it's a um, deception. Thessalonians talks about it at length, that this is 
a massive delusion, and it ties in with evolution, which is taught everywhere now. But there are several laws that are indisputable that defy all evolutionary concepts. And so why I say the root of this is evolutionary is because they arrive in all different shapes and sizes depending on the planetary and star systems they came from or claimed they come from. And if you get into the ancient book of Enoch, that's what it says. They were shapeshifters. And so they took on many different forms to fool humanity. And uh, this arrival, they've been working with them, I guess, for I don't know how many years, Larry, how long, and, and John. They've been working on this for a long time. I uh, remember the X-Files, and they were talking about, you know, the arrival and all that kind of stuff, and that was years ago. What do you think about this, John? Well, I just had <clears> – <throat> hang on, let me see if I can find this again. Um, one of my one of my friends on Facebook sent me a uh, video, and I can't remember the guy's name, and the video won't load now. Um, but he's a big-time UFO guy, and he's – he is – there's a video of him um, – speaking before Congress, saying that aliens are here, they've been here, they're walking among us, and they're pretty much up to the same thing you're talking about, was was the take on this video, and now I cannot get it to load. So um, That wouldn't be Dr. Stephen Greer, would it? I think it is Greer. Is he the guy kind of wears glasses, a little balding? Um, but Yes, wears glasses. Yeah, it's Greer. Man. Yep, that's Dr. Greer. He's been trying to get a disclosure project going for years, and, of course, they won't do it because it's top secret. They've been killing people who tried to reveal a lot of this stuff. I don't know if that's still going on, but I would assume it is. And how they're hiding um, technology because the oil companies and whatnot don't want to lose billions and billions of dollars if they could come up with free energy sources. So, right. yeah, he's he's big into that. What do you think, though? I mean, uh, I think we're getting What close. do I think about? Well, I'll tell you, yeah. I think um, it's entirely possible that we're going to, uh, we're going to be, we, we're going to be deceived. I mean, that's one of the instructions <laughs> Christ gave us is do not be deceived. So there's going to be deception everywhere. I mean, there's deception everywhere right now, you know. Yeah. You can't turn on the television and not see deception at work. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. And, and, you know, spoiler alert, but that's where I'm taking, you know, all, all my books, and especially Relics 3, um, is just huge uh, deception brought on by a fallen angel. And he has uh, political cohorts that, he, you know, that are helping him, members of Congress, people in the military. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm – Full in on this subject, I'm with you, and I think I, I think that's exactly the kind of things we're going to see. Um, and you know, it's going to look so absurd to the people that are being fooled. You know, what we say is absurd to them. Um, you know, if if you if you dislike, you know, if you don't believe that what happened in 2020 was on the up and up, you're a cultist. You're a you're a fear monger. You're a conspiracy theorist. You know. Yes. Um, if you don't believe in what's been forced into people's bodies, they'll sit there and tell you what a conspiracy theorist and what a fool you are, right as they fall over. You know, <laughs> up until the point they drop, they're they're going to call you that. So, um, I have never ever heard of times like these or even contemplated living through them. Um, if I may say one thing, though, just really want to get out. You know, right now we are all under pressure. We're being sick, sickened. We're being, becoming ill. We're being injured. Um, people we look up to, people we listen to, you know, um, like Michael Heiser or um, or uh, uh, Stan Deo and isn't Hal Turner, and he having um, problems right now, some kind of physical or health issue? Oh yeah, and and, and and Hagman and you know 
I, you know, like you said, I mean, we're all being decimated. We're under intense pressure. Every day we're under pressure. Um, the only news we're getting is doom and gloom. Everything is everything is like positioned just to wear us down. We are being worn yep. down. We are being um, our, our will to fight, our will to live is slowly trying to be taken away from us and eaten away. And I just want to remind people, who wins this thing in the end? We all know where the victory will lie. And I just want people to remember, this is not the end. This is the beginning of a war, a war that our side's going to win. Our God and our Savior Jesus is going to win this thing. Okay? And we need to remember that, not forget that. Remember who you are. You are a child of God. Be happy as you can. Love your family. Cherish every moment you have with them. You know what? Enjoy every sandwich. Enjoy every drink of water or whatever. Enjoy every sip of coffee, but enjoy your life and find some happiness. Don't let this wear you down. It's going to be a long fight. We may be in for all of it. Some of us may not. But we are not to be overrun with doom and gloom. You know, it says 365 times in the Bible, fear not or don't fear. So I just plead with everybody, keep your sanity, keep fighting. Find the things that make you happy. Take time for them. Take time for those you love, and don't let this thing ground you down. Okay. Sorry, Stuart, but I just felt like oh, I needed to say that's that. Excellent. Uh, I agree with that 100%. I think, you know, with what Larry and I do, you read all the news, you go through it, and uh, a lot of the news is just not fun. But uh, if you are a child of the Lord, then you should be actually appreciative because all these people, I've always I ran into somebody, made a statement, and he said uh, what they don't realize is that the whole apparatus, political apparatus of the entire world is actually working for the Lord. They just don't know it, and they're working for you and I, and they don't know it because they're fulfilling biblical prophecy with 100% accuracy, and all of this Coming together is just like Jesus said, hold up your heads. Don't doom and gloom it. Hold up your heads because your redemption is drawing nigh. And I, that's the attitude we have to take. I've been doing this now for years, and I just kind of let it all roll off my back. Because if you took it totally seriously, I don't know if you could do it. With all the bad news that's going on around the world uh, and what's happening now to families, uh, I wanted to bring up something here in the economy. It's a slow train wreck. Uh, rental rents, uh, you know, people in apartments are not paying their rent. They're way behind. Car payments are way behind. Mortgages are being foreclosed left and right. Uh, credit card debt is at an all-time high. 401K and other retirement plans are now being raided. Uh, Retail stores are closing. Thousands upon thousands are being closed all over the country. Um, When you look at all that, you know, it's sad that they trapped everybody with this debt stuff. And everybody's in massive debt, basically. So the economy is really, really folding. And I believe it's on purpose, of course. What do you think, Larry, about that? I believe this is all deliberate to bring in a great reset. Yeah, they have to. They can't. They don't want the American people to have a dollar. Uh, well, they don't even want you to have five cents. But I mean, the, the American dollar. They don't. They want to take that down. That's part of the yeah. global plan. And what we're seeing now, and I've been getting more and more. Uh, Hal Turner put up some. Information I read it to you the other day about the M2 money and uh, how it's, uh, I guess you could say, diminishing or or uh, just not out there much anymore. And, and uh, more and more are beginning to tell that uh, this economy is going to collapse. So with that all going on, what's interesting, too, I wanted to bring this up and get you guys' opinions because uh, Joe Allen, uh, you know, follows a lot of the AI stuff, and they've gone whole hog, Google and, and uh, well, even Elon Musk and others. By the way, I didn't know if you knew it or not, but 
Barry Rothman uh, got wind that uh, Elon Musk had went and made a trip and met with Ibrahimi or in the same town Ibrahimi's in in Canada, Sook, and it's in the Torah codes. And I'll read that in a few minutes, but uh, that's really an interesting uh, comparison when them two guys meet. But anyway, Joe Allen says, uh, listen to this. He's talking about uh, where some of this, you know, appears to be going. And they say now that uh, says we're we're entering unknown, unchartered, and dangerous territory with the AI and transhumanism. Uh, Joe Allen claims that AI is accelerating now. They're accelerating it towards AI art. And I saw some of the art on the war room uh, this morning, and it was bizarre it reminds you of the movie The Stand, if you will, uh, by mm-hmm. Stephen King. This art is, looks like something that comes from Stephen King's mind, but it's not. It's AI. And uh, <clears throat> what's interesting, though, they, uh, Alan said that uh, they're beginning to get this AI to do operations, and their plan, this, is, this supposedly is their plan, uh, they're going to produ- begin to produce AI news. You won't even see any people. You might see an image, but they're not real people. It's AI news and teaching AI uh, teachers in schools, not humans. AI is going to begin to teach the kids. What do you guys think? There's no limit to that. What do you think, John? <laughs> You know, our, our kids are barely being taught now, and, and I'm not speaking out against the good teachers. There, you know, there's thousands and thousands of good teachers, but we've got little indoctrinators in there now, running a lot of the schools and uh, teaching our children. They're not, you know, how come they're not taught how to balance a checkbook or how to make their money work for them? You know, they're they're taught about woke things and 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 social things, and they're not taught to succeed. And, yeah, I can see AI coming in, having AI teaching. You don't have to pay the AI, you know. And then you think about, um, because we do have good teachers, but there there is a good share of woke teachers out there, and they're going to be victimized by their own wokeness. They're going to they're gonna woke their way right out of a job. And AI will be teaching the children, and they'll just be out with the masses. And no telling what they'll suffer at the hands of those children if they are indoctrinated with AI. Um, uh, yeah, think- I don't, I don't, I don't look forward to anything with AI. I don't even like these cars that'll drive themselves. Yeah, I just don't trust any of them. It's kind of like a boondoggle. The people who bought all these electric vehicles are finding out there's all kinds of problems. Plus, if your battery runs out for whatever reason or doesn't catch fire. It costs twenty thousand dollars to get a new one, uh, new battery. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on that people are just not aware of, and uh, it, it's too bad. But AI is going to merge, I believe, with uh, nanobot technology. And I've warned people before: uh, check out nanobot technology on YouTube. You'll be amazed at what's posted out there by scientists. As to how advanced this nanobot technology is, which is also, according to uh, uh, those that have done their research anyway, not all of the jabs have it, but a good share of them do have this nanobot technology that's being put into people's body, and it's changing their DNA, and it's changing them into hybrids. And, of course, you know Pfizer and the rest of these people they're still pushing it, even though it's killed millions around the world and maimed I don't know how many million more, uh, and they're still pushing it. They're still saying, you know, get the booster, get this, get that. It's amazing. And very few people are saying anything about it. Well, there's a reason why they're not. I hope I can get into this a little bit. Uh, it, it really is amazing. Uh, uh, this is... Uh, they're finding out now this was a military operation from start to finish. It was set up by our own DOD and probably DARPA. So I don't know. It, it's, it's 
incredible. So uh, let me bring up something here if I can find it real quick. And I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Pharmaceutical whistleblower. COVID and toxic vaccines, jabs, are bioweapons created by the U.S. Department of Defense. And what's interesting about this, there's several comments here I want to read from this article and get your opinions on this. Um, It says, CV-19 is an act of biowarfare perpetrated by the U.S. Department of Defense, DOD, on the U.S. and worldwide populations in two stages. They've got the documents for this. The first step was a virus that frightened the living daylights out of the people already primed for the next disaster. The second was a rollout of toxic vaccines designed to cause further harm and further death. They were designed to be toxic with intent to cause harm. Um, It looks like that this was a virus created by the U.S. government. (laughs) And here's another excerpt. The rollout of the pandemic and subsequent jab campaigns have been many years in the making. One example of the many of the pair, this is two women that had done all this research, gives is that the DOD issued multiple contracts in Ukraine, bio-level four, remember, the COVID research and COVID countermeasures, some dating back all the way to 2012, others more recently, immediately before the declaration of the pandemic. Uh, They traced the legal framework for the exploitation of the pandemic to limit freedom of citizens worldwide. We allowed criminals to write the laws for themselves, the lady says. And while it makes no sense at all, it does explain why things unfolded as they did. The basic idea is that public health has been militarized, and the military has been turned into a public health front with such that they are using public health language and laws to actually carry out a military campaign. Isn't that interesting? What do you think? Well, it just makes perfect sense on why the, everybody and their dogs and every intel agent in the, in the country is spying on its own citizens here in America uh, the interesting thing that I was thinking about, Stuart, was uh, I think prophetically it seems to indicate something happens in this world that turns pa- basically every nation against America. We may be watching that. Yeah, that's a good point. What do you think, John? Um, the, you know, we we were never – I don't think this country was ever going to be beat or defeated by an outside source. I I think everything that's happening to us, we know is coming from the inside. It's from politicians. Now it can be from generals and admirals as well. Um, Yeah, the thought that the military, our government, developed this vaccine, that that really doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I've always thought, you know, there's always been biological warfare. It goes back to long before the Middle Ages. Um, you know they're yep. going to study it. You know they're going to they're going to be messing with it somewhere somehow. So no, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, um, you know, there's there's labs everywhere, and uh, you know what what the only thing I'm I'm confused about is if we're developing it, why did we get it from China? If it, if it did in fact, come from China, this COVID thing. But, yeah, uh, a, a, uh, a, scary, a scary pandemic that doesn't kill anybody gets thrown out, and then the vaccine is worse than the, uh, the illness. Um, yeah, yeah that, that sounds like <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like hey, something sure. that would come from the darker corners. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, a thought just crossed my mind. Uh, right now... Uh, that's Russian winter offensive. They're taking Solodar and almost uh, they've taken Solodar and they've almost taken Bakhmut 
in Ukraine. And if you'll notice, yep. Putin is concentrated on this region, and he says this is a huge amount of underground salt domes and caverns. There's even roads under there that they can drive tanks down. Uh, you know, they said they're massive. It's like a, it's like cities underground. And it just caught, I just made me think, Stuart, reckon this is what the U.S. has been using for uh, bio labs is down in these salt mines and salt domes under uh, Bakhmut and Solidar and Putin's going after them? I wouldn't doubt it at all because he's made a lot of reference to that. And I don't know how many, but a lot of level four which are the worst, where they experiment with this. Anyway, she says here, this is kind of interesting, uh, DOD weapons, she calls them. Uh, the weapons to which she's referring to are threefold. First was informational, the use of propaganda, and then censorship. The second was psychological, the use of fear and terrorism. The third was chemical and biological, the widespread use of pharmaceuticals, and uh, jabs in reality, toxins, and pathogens. So this was an assault upon the American people. And, of course, you know, people have told us that if your military goes bad, then you're in a lot of trouble. And I think we have sign after sign after sign that our military has now become basically totally corrupt. And um, you can't trust them. Anyway, then she says the financial control, this is interesting, starts at the top with the Bank for International Settlements, BIS, and it cascades down through the financial system. The cornerstone is the World Health Organization, WHO. The WHO is not a health organization, but rather a military organization. It is a military arm of the one world government they are trying to set up. Basically, the international health regulations currently going through another round of amendments to make them even worse calls on all national governments to strengthen their own domestic laws to fund more programs for total surveillance, testing, detention, and quarantine, physical control, and forced treatments during international outbreaks of communicable diseases. The pretext they use it was the bankers actually doing this, was that they needed to protect international trade. The real intent was the transfer of sovereignty for government from national state to the World Health Organization and BIS uh, automatically when a public international health emergency has been declared. Well, they're already laying the groundwork for that now. And then she lists the people. Uh, examples include the Patriot Act, Homeland Security Act, national vaccine programs, emergency youth authorizations, public health emergency platform, chemical and biological, uh, biological weapons programs. So anyway, I thought that was a fascinating thing, and they produced kind of the documents and whatnot to prove it. So uh, we're, we're in a lot of trouble. As it is, I, I believe, and uh, you know they're laying the groundwork already. They're still saying, "Well, you got to take your boosters," and now they're trying to say that uh, you need to have, uh, you know, your flu shots. And we've been warned by a lot of doctors and scientists that the flu shot is most likely mRNA again. So I don't know. I just thought I should bring that up because people need to know about it. And I think it's going to hit us broadside. They'll, they'll just announce it, that we have signed on to that treaty. Yeah, go ahead, John. Oh, sorry, I was clearing my throat. I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep going if you want. No, go ahead. I just, well, I just find the the nanobot technology combined with AI combined with a military that's been um, gutted and now is working against us, you know, that's some pretty terrifying stuff when you think about it. Yeah. It really is. And um, like I said earlier, we got to keep our wits about us and, and not not get too down. But 
Yeah, this thing, it, you couldn't have found a better subject that gives me the creeps is combining AI with nanobot technology. Um, I remember when I first heard about AI, I've always thought AI was just a train wreck waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. What do you think, Larry, about that last part? It's weird. Well, it is, and, and it's like they're coming after you any direction that they can. And, and by the way, I know probably you guys saw the uh, recent uh, video. I believe it was the Chinese had, had invented a robot, and this robot literally could, you could put him in a cell, and he could change shape and liquefy through the cell to the other side and then reshape himself. Well, that reminded me so much of what's being put in the jabs that gets inside people and start building their own platform from inside somebody in their bloodstreams, I guess, and their, you know, it's, and their organs. It's just absolutely insane. And, and one of the things I just wanted to mention real quick here is uh, it's kind of odd. Barry Rothman got some information, and I know a lot of people tout Elon Musk is a hero because, you know, he's rescued Twitter and got some people back on it. But at the same time, he's still elite. Uh, this is what's interesting. Barry Rothman got a report that August 6, 2019, Elon Musk went to Sook, Canada. He was seen by different individuals. They actually have some film footage of it in a secret meeting and reportedly Craig Ibrahimi met him. Now, Craig is the one, remember, that linked into Canada and uh, uh, the U.K. and <clears throat> China and others uh, involving this. Uh, well, let me let me read the code that he did. After, after he got that information, uh, uh, Rothman did a code. Elon, number one, Elon Musk. Number two, yes. Sabotage. Number three, Ibrahimi. Number four, and they traveled Mars. Number five, Sook. Number six, China. Number seven, from a rocket. Number eight, Hitler. Number nine is a phrase that says a sword in their hand, and they slew. And number ten is germ. So he's really studying some interesting stuff. But this is what's interesting. If if Elon Musk met with uh, Ibrahimi, you know, this thing hit in 2020 just in time to take Trump out of office. So yep. all of this sounds like it was a well-designed plan from beginning. Well, what do you think, John? Yeah, I do think it was a well-designed plan. Um, yeah, they. Uh, it was definitely, look what it did to our election process, mail-in ballots. And, you know, we're going to allow this, we're going to allow that, we're going to allow the... Uh, uh, the count to go on past midnight. We're going to uh, allow that uh, poll watchers cannot be in the room anymore. Um, we've got to do all of this so we don't all get sick and die. <laughs> I mean, oh, if you if you stop and look at where we're at and go back and look how we got here, um, it's the most ridiculous. It's just if you cannot see how everything fed everything else, it was. I don't know who planned it, but it was a heck of a good job. It was a heck of a good plan, and they pulled it off. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm to the point now, I, I I have a hard time believing anything I see on television or anywhere, any media. I'm just I'm suspect of everything now. Well, one of the yeah. things that, that I kind of like, John, is the fact that I like being as far away as I can be from Washington, D.C., and I like being in Oklahoma. <laughs> But, you know, this whole scenario with with all of this, it's almost like the New World Order or the elite, if you will, or actually the fallen, if you will, gave America a knife and said, why don't you cut your own throat so you don't get COVID? Yeah. Well, you know, one thing I've noticed is right now their supporters are the ones that are suffering. It, it's It's not the people that didn't take it. It's the people that took it that are dying. It's like, yeah. you know, I gave him a lot of credit for a brilliant idea, but if, if you start looking at some of it, it's like, no, you didn't plan that out too well, you know. But um, it's hard to tell. I mean, if if they're just wanting to call out bodies, I guess it's a success, but um, it seems they're taking out the people that believe in them. Well, that's just a funny thing, John, and, and I know Sturt uh, mentions this a lot of times, the communists and these people that are doing this, the fallen ones, uh, 
the people that serve them are basically always the cannon fodder. Oh yeah, um, and you know the communists, you know they may use you while you're you're useful. To uh, you know, a traitor is a traitor though. Once you're not useful, once they've got what they want out of it, you're a traitor. They'll do away with you. They don't care that you you were a traitor for for who they were against. Is now you're with them. They've got everything they need, and you might just be a traitor to them. So you're not around. You know. So uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's amazing, and and you know, and now the UN is trying to pass laws that you can't criticize them. And you cannot criticize the World Health Organization because it's, they're going to try and make it into a criminal act. So if you do that, you're a criminal, and they just come get you and take you away. They have to do that because the whole, the whole World Economic Forum, the UN, all of that, they're all based upon lies, every bit of it, just as Jesus Christ said. Uh, the end days is nothing but delusions and deceptions and lies. And uh, unfortunately, the vast majority of people appear to be, biblically anyway, apostate. They don't seem to know what the Bible tells them. And if they did, they'd know exactly what's going on. It's kind of like this uh, COVID stuff because uh, you go into Revelation 18:23, and there it is, sorceries. You look up the word sorceries, what do you find? Pharmaceuticals, the medical establishment. And they deceived the whole world. Well, how did they do it? Propaganda. That's exactly how they did it. And uh, they take advantage of naivety of the of the people. Anyway, last word, Larry. We've got a few minutes yet, but... Well, I would just what tell else? people, uh, you know, have faith, you know, have faith in the Word, have faith in God, because you never really know when the Lord might decide to intervene and suddenly instead of all these fallen ones and these demonic creatures all around us, including human creatures that are demonic, we might actually see some uh, real angels swinging swords. Of course, if that happens, you're going to see casualties. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we are involved, actually, in a very deep, uh, most people are not aware of it. This is a spiritual warfare. And as I've said before, it, the fight is over. It's a turf battle. In a way, it starts in the spirit realm, but it's going to manifest in the physical realm. This is a turf battle for who's going to control planet Earth. And the fight is between Satan and Jesus Christ, and it's manifesting itself in various different ways, but that's the way it is. Uh, one more time, um, John, how do people get your book and uh, or books by now? you got Relics 1, 2, and 3, and a coloring book and shadows, whatever. So uh, give us a, a roundup of how they can get that. Easiest way is to go to my website, and it's www.relicsbook.com. Um, if you go there, that's, that's the easiest way to order any of them. Or you can go to Amazon, put my name, um, or look for Relics by John Vandeventer on Amazon. But the easiest way is just go www.relicsbook.com. And real quick, what I just want to add to what Larry said, folks, keep the faith. Things can change on a dime. Um, God's on our side. If you have friends or family that are deceived or woke, try not to hate them. You, you need to love them, and you need to remember God loves them as much as he loves you, and if you can pray for them and turn them, do it. Um, you know, we're, we're living in strange times, but God has us, and God's going to win this thing. And, yeah, it's going to be tough at times, but keep your chin up, folks, and keep the faith. And, Stuart, thank you, and Larry, so much for having me on tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah, a couple more headlines I wanted to bring up. Um, one is sunspots, Larry. Nine-year high record. What's going on that way? We only got. Yeah, I did want to make I did want to make a comment that two books have really impacted me. That you know that's that's actually on Earth and Heaven at the same time, basically. And one is This Present Darkness by Frank Peretti, and the other one is uh, the Relic series by John Vandeventer. They are powerful, and they they pull in the angelic 
not the fallen particularly, but the angelic and the unseen hand that's working for God's people. So keep the faith. But yeah, the sun is, they're saying the sun is more anomalous than they have ever seen it. There seems to be energy waves coming from the area of Jupiter at the present time. And next show we do, I want to talk about Barry Rothman and a new and a planet that's missing out there that he thinks he's found in the past. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, John. Thanks a lot, Larry, for coming on. Thank Appreciate you. it. And uh, we'll have we'll I guess probably next week we'll have to see how it how it works. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Take care.